Hey. How's it going? Good. How about yourself? Oh, not too bad. Nice and full of some uh, some roughage eatery food. So, oh. yeah, kind of kind of ready for bed. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I didn't expect you to actually say yes to this. Actually, yeah, of course. I I always love talking. Pretty much whatever. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. Yeah. What did you do today, basically? Uh, what did I do? I was at work all day mm-hmm. and then came home, had roughage. Mm-hmm. Then I'm doing this. After that, I might arrange some of those guys. That's a big collection you got. It's, it's getting there. Mm-hmm. It's very, very much getting there, but I've got more at the other one in the other one in behind but yeah it's this is all and this is all just like my punk rock stuff everything else that's just punk rock that's just punk rock yeah oh my gosh everything else well punk rock there's some hip-hop down in that little corner and then yeah all the seven inches are over there and all the music books and stuff but yeah so yeah, not much of anything. How about you? Not really much either. It was just planning for this today, and then that's about it. Just emails and nothing too crazy, really. Like, nice. That's about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got a, uh, I've got podcasts I should be editing tonight, so we'll see if I get to that after this. But I'm pretty damn lazy with them, so. Yeah, you know, you know how it is. Well, yeah, it's like, it's oh, like a oh. podcast. Like, you, you don't have an editor. You're just editing yourself, and it's just like, oh, it could be long. It could be short. Who knows, right? And, I mean, most of mine go for about an hour. Yeah. Like, I just talked to um, uh, Kate from Tsunami Bomb last mm. night, and I'm going to do a whole series on all of them. So I've talked to – I'm just looking now. I've talked to their bla- bass player, Dominique. I've talked to Kate. I've got one with Oubliette next week. And then I've got two others that I got to do. And then that's a month and a week of podcasts. So perfect. Nice. You're just booked up basically all this week in the next two weeks, probably. Yeah, kind of. I mean, I try to do one or maybe two a week just because, I mean, talking for an hour gets, gets tiring after a while. And especially the one yesterday, she was on the West Coast. So we did it at 7.30 her time. So it was 9.30 here. And I'm like, yeah, oh, that's so late. I just, okay, whatever. Fine. Let's do it. So. Yeah. yeah. I just talked to a photographer. I think it was two days ago, three days ago. And it, she was West Coast. She was Vancouver too. So it was like early or yeah, it was late here. So it was like five o'clock here and like two o'clock over there. So it's like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things. I try to fit it in after work because on weekends, I don't want to do anything. So, yeah. I get that. Cool. How your Oh, yeah, your shots from uh, Division look great. Yeah. Everyone's been telling me about Division and everything. I'm like, they turned out good, I thought. I don't know. Yeah. It, for what we I got. Was, I was happy with – I mean – it's weird with True North. I'm never, sometimes I, like I sent them, I think 30 photos and I'm like, why did you pick these one? Okay. Whatever you, you, yeah. you guys. Like, yeah. How do they pick? They just pick them. They don't like, you don't pick. 
I don't pick or anything. No, uh-huh. I just kind of I I send out of the five or six hundred that I took, I sent them like thirty ish, and then they picked one that I knew they would because it was a great shot. But I'm like, ah, there's other one. Okay, whatever. But cool. It's it's not my job to do the marketing. I just take the photos. Exactly. Yeah, that's the same thing for me when I do, I guess, publications. It's like, okay, here, send this off. Maybe this one, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. But that's that's the free work, you know, Dwayne. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's no different for um, for the paid work. It's well, yeah. you just give it to them and you hope. I mean, I could cut it down from 30 to 15, but also I'm like, ah, these are my favorites. Yeah. I would post all of them, so same here like it's from a select catalog that you got like yeah you got to pick at least some right yeah yeah and my my event tomorrow will be interesting interesting it's just cat and nat at the bird it's it's fine i don't know i haven't been given any restrictions other than um uh, i've got to shoot from the soundboard so i'll bring the big lens but I don't even really need it because the 70 to 200 is fine from back there. Yeah. But if I want to get close-ups of them and then I've got to send them my best five to 10 and then true North has to send it to their management to get approved. And then, yeah, it doesn't happen that often, but the odd time that happens. Yeah. That's not fun. That's not, fun. no, like Brian Adams, I had to do that maximum of 12 he approved no maximum of 15 he approved 12 of them so i'm like i'll take that average that's I'm good. good at that yeah at least you got yeah i don't know what the percentage is that but yeah no i, I don't yeah, do math i don't call, do we'll, call it, we'll call it 80 <laughs> percent. that's good enough <laughs> exactly so, well, how did you get into photography Dwayne? basically um uh that's a long story <laughs> well not really a long story but Yeah, I got into it by, I used to take photos with kind of just like a a disposable camera, at shows, with like a disposable camera. Mm -hmm. And I remember the photo, I still have it kicking around here somewhere. I don't know where it is, but I know I have it. Um, And it was of Tom with, at the Tom of Gob. And he was wearing a sombrero. And I got a great photo from a like a little crappy point and shoot, and then I just was like, "Huh, maybe I should start taking photos." So then I ended up buying, uh, which I also still have, a little Rebel film camera. Ooh! And then I got my first digital was a Canon 10D, I think. Yeah, it was Canon 10D, and then a Canon 40D. And then it just kind of kept going yeah. from there. I just, that was before anybody really cared if you showed up to shows with cameras and stuff. Yeah, back then, yeah. And just kept shooting and shooting. That was in Saskatchewan, not here. Oh. Um, so I'd have to, like, we'd go up to shows in Regina. I'd just bring my camera. I'd shoot it. Then I started putting on shows. And then I didn't shoot it because then I was busy doing other things, like not losing all my money. <laughs> well, yeah because we're photographers we lose money but you probably yeah. have a stable job though at least uh yeah back then definitely i worked for the city of estevan so i was making decent money so it 
didn't matter too much, but still I want to lose money, but <laughs> it, it happened occasionally. So yeah, that's kind of, that's how I got into it, I guess. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's led to here. And mm-hmm. then, um, I was working for the city. Uh, no, that's a lie. I was working in the oil field making really good money and I just wasn't loving it. And I was still at that point, me and my roommate were like, I hate saying this cause it's not as bad as it sounds, but it's what we were doing. We were breaking into like old abandoned houses. That's and the I mean, most funnest though. Dwayne. Yeah. And by like breaking in, the doors were open. We didn't break anything. Yeah. We just went in and took photos and just kind of like did that. And then I was like, you know what? I, I want to go to photography school. So moved here 15 years ago. Uh, went to Prairie View and been here ever since. Nice. And the rest is basically history, I guess, right? Yeah. That's pretty <laughs> much it. I started or continued to go to shows here, take photos. Like I said, um, I can't remember when I started shooting at the bigger venues, but like I shot, I think one of my first shows I shot here was either at the Albert or it could have been the park theater. It might, I don't care. It was probably the Albert though, yeah. but I remember seeing the real McKenzie's at the park theater before they even had the, uh, the wood, I don't yeah, know what the, they're called the wood things yeah, up the on the back. stage. Yeah. So Ooh, it was just like a sad. big open, huge stage. Room. So, okay. Yeah. Because they've done so much renovations at the park. Yeah. And I mean, Eric keeps that place constantly like moving, evolving, changing. It's gotten bigger and better every iteration it's been so far. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably one of my favorite venues. Well, when it was before the Garrick and then Garrick Mm. closed and then, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like... I don't want to say we have bad venues here. Some are, I'll call them challenging venues. Like uh, places like the daughter, it's tough to shoot in. Yeah. Um, But I love going there because it's always smaller shows and the crowd's super into it. Um, But yeah, the park's definitely one of my favorite. Obviously the Burt and um, Canada Life Center are great because production is usually very high. Um, And then Pyramid's usually pretty good. The Albert, I haven't, sh- yes, I have shot at the Albert since it's reopened. It was just as challenging as it was yeah. back when the Albert days too. <laughs> With all the pillars and everything, right? With all the pillars yeah. and just the the low light. And if they're, they're so close to the light at points. So it's like exposures are all over the place yeah. and it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a whole thing. Yeah. It is what you get from a small venue and no lighting crew, basically. Yeah. And I mean, I actually just had someone message me on one of my social media channels and they asked if they could be basically like an assistant or a second shooter with me at like any of the, the Burt or uh, Canada Life shows. And I'm oh. like, I, I don't I'm know like, that, that. I'm like, that's not really how this goes. Um I, I get approved through promotions or the, the, the marketing team does. And then they let me know what I'm approved for. Um, so I don't really have, like, I don't have any use for an assistant or a second shooter because it's not really a thing. Yeah. That's strange. Um, but I'm like, my best advice to that person was honestly shoot shitty shows, shoot hard to shoot venues 
because it will teach you so much. And then when you get a chance to shoot a high production show, it's kind of like shooting fish in a barrel. It's just, it's so much easier other than your exposures can be really all while, you know, we were just at that, uh, Uh, division show. Yeah. Division show. Yeah. That, that That, lighting was, it was all over the place. Yeah. Like that was probably my first show that I'm like, do I have to have my ISO this low? In a while, a while. I'm like, why is this? Like, it was great lighting, but it was just so much. Yeah, because, like, there'd be points where, because I was shooting around, and I don't like getting techie, but I always start, like, around 3200 ISO. And then if it's a really bright show, I'll dial it down. But this one, I was just like, I was still, I just kept it at 32, and I just dialed up my my shutter speed. But then when the, um, uh, when the light's, like, went down it had to like go down again like that was yeah that was up, a tough down, one up down yeah yeah because there was a lot of hard backlighting and it's like holy shit yeah especially well even then i just did alan raymond just last night and that was mm-hmm. just dark like dark 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 lighting and it was like yeah okay cool bring it up as best as we can for iso and shutter a little bit but even then it was just like it was tough Yeah, I I just saw Joey's shots from that, and it looked pretty cool. Um, She just shot um, uh, Andy Schaff for me a a little bit ago, and and I knew this was going to happen. It was a really dark show, because when I shot him at the Park Theater, it was all backlight. There was no front of house. It was all backlight, and she killed it. She got great photos, because they did have some stuff from the side where it was like little splatters of light and stuff. That's good. Yeah. Nice. So you've been doing photography thing for so many years. What, what's it like seeing new people getting into it, Dwayne? I, I love it. Yeah. Honestly, I, it's, it's nice to see because I mean, I'm 43. I've been doing this for, since I was, I mean, professionally now, 15 years, I guess. Um, but I've been shooting shows since my early twenties. So I've been doing it for over 20 years. Um, and it's, it's great. There's, I haven't had too many bad experiences with new people coming in. Um, there definitely are some, uh, what's a nice way to put this? Some, um, some pit, etiquette that needs to be taught to yeah. some people that and i get it it's your first couple shows i understand it, it it's fine but like stuff like you know don't do the big like hail mary thing the whole set i i've done it i will probably do it again that's the best part though Dwayne. just doing <laughs> yeah it's it's I, I actually have a funny story about that i was shooting silverstein when they were at the Garrick, I think it might've been one of the last times they were here. And this person kept doing that and they just kept ruining. All I got was this like silhouette of a camera and an arm holding it up. The whole entire time. The whole entire time, oh the whole entire God. set of the one band. It wasn't Silverstein, but it okay. was, I don't remember which band it was. So finally, I, I won't lie. I had partaken in a few adult beverages. Um, and I got close to them and they put it up and I just pushed the camera down. And I'm like, would you fuck off? I'm like, you are ruining every one of my shots with your hand in it. And then I just kind of walked away. And as I walked away, I'm like, huh, I wonder, uh, I wonder if that was a tour. Yeah, that was a tour photographer. No. 
but honestly, you know, you should know better than that. Well, yeah. You don't know enough of them. Like, I, I know especially tour photographers feel, I mean, they're there to do their job and they obviously come before us, but it's like, we're all trying to yeah. do the same thing. We're all trying to get the best photos possible. But like, you get to shoot after my three songs. So maybe wait till after three songs to do that. Exactly. And then, then go crazy because then no one can say anything. But um, no, it's great to see um, more people getting into it. It's really great to see um, more um, female or female identifying people into it because it's much like a lot of band stuff. It's a lot of male driven yeah. stuff. Um, it's again, it's nice to see people of color getting into it. Cause it's from my experience, it's a lot of white folks that are doing it. True. So seeing any, any of those folks in there and doing it and enjoying it. I, I love it. I love seeing what, <laughs> seeing what the kids are doing. <laughs> and like, cause I'm pretty, I'm kind of a traditionalist when it comes to, photos like if i could honestly shoot everything in black and white i would, would. do that yeah. because it doesn't it'll never the edits don't change that doesn't go out of style like you look at a good photo of like elvis back in the 50s it's still a good photo True. like it, a good photo is a good photo is a good photo whether you're throwing weird um like uh edits on it or you're using prisms or you're doing whatever i mean that's cool. And if that's your, your, your style, that's, that's wonderful. But I'm like, you can also do all that post, which is really nice. Now you can throw yeah. all that shit on top of it. So you're not ruining the photo. Um, Cause I couldn't imagine getting this amazing photo and having a prism up and being like, Oh, Oh, what if I just wouldn't have done that and just did it in post later. But See, I do prisms as yeah. you know, but I'm terrible at Photoshop. So that's why I, I'm terrible at post. So that's why I just grab all the doohickeys and everything. And it's also easier for myself. I, I yeah. Like. And I mean, I, I get that. I've, I've often thought about grabbing a prism and trying that. You also seem to do use it sparingly, which is mm-hmm. kind of what I like about your photography. Yeah. It's not all that, or it's not all fisheye or it's not all no. flash. It's kind of like, it's a mixture of like A, B, C, D, E. And it's like, you just mash it all together. And it's like, it, it works very cohesively. Yeah. And experimenting. I, I do attend experiments a lot with it just to see, oh, what works, what doesn't, maybe change it up. I, I try for every at least show to do something different at least. Have you ever done it where – because like how many lenses do you have? Oh, like – Like that you that nice. you would shoot? Shoot main, mainly now it's like maybe three, maybe two. Okay. Have you ever – and I've done this to a – few shows not anything that i'm getting paid to do because mm-hmm. i don't feel comfortable doing that i know i get a good shot so it doesn't matter but um have you ever like challenged yourself to use a single focal length the whole night no well um uh, i think that what is it not the dbsn one but the little tj one i did basically it was oh, eight, okay it yeah. was just basically my 85 the whole entire night mm-hmm. i did and then maybe the 50 that's about it because i I forgot they didn't, like, you mentioned, oh, yeah, front of house and everything with that one. And I'm like, oh, I forgot to bring my 135. But then it was just basically my 85 that I had and then my 50. But I, I should challenge myself, like you said, just do, like, one vocal length the whole entire night. And especially if you just bring, like, I've, I've done that a few times with my 35. 
<laughs> and like it really forces you you got to get close i yeah. mean you can get the wide shots the wide shots are are kind of the easy ones to get with stuff like that but having just a 35 and having to get like super close can be it i mean depending on what you're shooting too because yeah. like if it's a hardcore show you're in it oh if yeah it's like something like a jazz fest or a folk fest show that's a little quieter Eh, you're probably going to get some dirty looks from the uh, the peanut gallery that's, that's watching the, the show. That's the best part, though. You get the experience out of it. Yeah. Oh, I, I some of those shows that are very quiet. I'm very happy now that my new cameras have the silent shutter Ooh. because I won't get the look over, and I'm like, I'm just doing my job. I'm sorry. I like, wish I had that. Oh, it's Damn. although it does like it won't. I actually just found out that it won't trigger my Godox um flash triggers oh, really? on silent photography which i'm like well that's weird um and it tends to up the banding of led lights a little bit more so i'm not sure what changes but yeah it's 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 weird yeah that's strange like i played around with the god x's a little bit and they're nice like they're mm. beauty i love them flashes they those are my for weddings those are my go-to flashes it's sure be having to like haul light stands and alien bees and all that stuff and they throw enough light like not a ton of light not like my alien bees would but Mm -hmm. more than i would more than i need in most circumstances unless i'm shooting in like the uh the human rights museum because then it's like yeah it's just a big black empty space that just sucks the lighting up if you're trying to bounce it anywhere yeah how'd you get into wedding photography um so i went through photography school wasn't really sure what i knew i liked taking photos of bands but i was like i was kind of realistic in that respect knowing this isn't gonna pay my bills like this just it just isn't um unless you're one of the lucky ones and you live somewhere that's not here um because i don't know I don't think any band photographer that just does band photography that or videography here that makes their living solely on that. No I know no one that I know so far. No, I know other people that it's like different income streams, but not I don't think I know anyone here that does that. Um so I went through photography school and then I just kind of enjoyed taking pictures of people more so couples. And then I did my first wedding and I don't ever want to show it to anyone again. Cause it was back in, Oh God, when it would have been the late 2000s, early 2010. Really? I, I can't remember when, but it it, 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 it's not good. It's, I should revisit it and maybe see if like slap some different edits on it because everything was, hyper saturated very contrasty a lot of like tilted horizons it yeah it wasn't not my proudest moments and i mean but that's like you said it's like live and learn you just exactly. screw up and and i mean at that point that's kind of what was cool so that's then, yeah <laughs> yeah so then yeah i just kind of kept doing it and just mm-hmm. i eventually linked up with a company here called camp photography hmm. 
and I associate I second I was doing second shooting with him with them for a good long while and then I started booking weddings through them and then I moved um then his wife came back into um she would t- took a little time off cuz they had two kids um she kind of wanted to get back into it so the way it worked was the first photographer booked the weddings. The second one, who is me, got kind of, I don't want to call it the leftovers, but the, oh, the extra ones. Yeah. And so then when she came in, it was he booked it, and then she booked, and then I would be third. So I'm like, eh, I think this is around its course. It's fine. Like, I, I kind of want to work. At this point, I didn't have a full-time job, so I was like, photography was was everything that was paying all the bills. Um so I'm like, okay, I'm maybe I, I'm, then I was talking to my friend, Melissa and she's like, Hey, do you want to, I'm like, absolutely. Yes. So I started, I've been shooting with sugar and soul photography now for the past four years, hmm. I think maybe more could even be five. I'm not totally sure, but you should have and a yeah, party just, for your 10. What's that? You should have a party for your 10 year anniversary. Oh my God. <laughs> it, once I figure out when it is. Yeah. It'd be. I always go by in in my closet somewhere. There's the poster that I graduated from Prairie View in. And that's how I always remember what year it was. Because I don't, oh. I can never remember when it actually, like when I actually graduated from Prairie View. So, um, but yeah, and I still do them on my own. I shoot them for friends, um, the odd clients that kind of come in. But I'm more focused on like events, commercial stuff now. And then I just shooting for Melissa keeps me very, very busy in the That's summer. Good. So, nice. so yeah, and it's, I'm, I'm not going to lie. It very much shooting concerts, very much prepared me for shooting weddings, which pe- some people might be like, what are you talking about? No, that makes sense. A lot of people have told that for myself as well too, because, because the lighting situation, re- right? Yeah. And you really have to know how to pivot and like mm-hmm. pay attention to everything around you because if you're not at a show, you either miss the shot or you might get a foot in the head or whatever. So same thing at a wedding. It's like you kind of, once you do enough, you kind of know where to look and you know what's coming up, but just being able to be like, Oh, it's been, it just started raining and now we've got to move inside. Now I've got to make this look good. And Okay. I'm freaking out on the inside, but I can't show anybody on the inside, uh, on the outside. Yep. Yep. I feel that because I'm doing my first wedding this year, Dwayne. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited, as you can tell. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. And I'll, I'm the single photographer for it, so it's even more better. Eh, it'll be good. It'll be fine. Uh, you'll, just, you'll just start shooting. And Have you shot their engagement session yet? No, nothing. Nothing. Okay. Is, is this like friends of yours? It's a friend of mine. They just asked okay. me. They, they've already gotten engaged, so it's the actual wedding. Oh, okay so i would my advice to you take them out mm-hmm. shoot one for fun even if they if they want them great if they don't want to use them great but that's one of the things i like about shooting engagement sessions is you mm-hmm. get to see kind of how the couples interact with each other how okay. they are around each other if they're super awkward when they're like kissing in front of a camera yeah. or if they're pretty chill with it and then it just it's like okay now now i got the feeling then they get the feeling of it too, because you put me in front of a camera. I'm the most mm-hmm. awkward dude ever. I don't know what to do. Like, I'm just, I'm just going to sit there and do that. That's it. Cause yeah, no, 
No, you're not. You're not camera or photogenic. No, I'm getting. I well, maybe I'm photogenic. I have no clue. But <laughs> I'm getting married this year, and yeah, I'm. I, we've got a good friend or a, an acquaintance. Yeah, he's a good friend. Uh, doing our photos. Um, who doesn't normally do weddings ever because oh. um, he does. Do you know Colin Corneau? I've heard the name. Yeah. He does his photography is beautiful. Mm. He does incredible, incredible stuff. But most of his stuff is concentrated on street work. Okay. Maybe. So his, like, yeah. his street photography is incredible. Mm. His portraits and commercials and stuff are also Sorry, that was weird. I was reading emails that popped up. I'm like, why is this here? Um, but his stuff, yeah, his stuff is really, really good. So, and we only need someone for like three hours. Oh, so I, yeah. I was like, I really love Colin's stuff. I like his style. I like him. And he could literally just come hang out. And me and April would just be goofs and do our thing. And mm-hmm. I 100% trust him to to catch everything. So Nice. So yeah, that's how I got into weddings. <laughs> and then I just continue to keep doing them. Exactly. Nice. What what do you what was five things you didn't know when you first did your first wedding shoot and now you, it's basically a breeze for you, you think? Um Oh god, five things I didn't know. That's mm-hmm. Mikey, that's a long time ago. <laughs> um five things I didn't know. Uh, lighting was a big one. Yeah. Um, I knew a basic kind of lighting that I will use still occasionally now. And it's basically just blast, um, like have the flash right at their head and then triggering it in the front. And so you get the nice, like backlighty thing. Um, one of my friends who I had second shot a few weddings with him, um, had kind of showed me that trick and I'm like, Oh, this is that cool. looks really that looks really cool. Um, so I'll bust that out every now and then, but I don't shoot like that too much anymore. Um, so lighting would be a big one. Um, posing or prompting, if you want to go that way, because that's kind of like a pose will turn into a prompt, will turn into us laughing and being silly. Um, that's two. Oh, what else didn't I know? Well, how to edit. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. The, the editing, I mean, also the software has got oh, incredible yeah. where you can, well, now I don't have it, but I know there's AI programs out there that will call your weddings, which what? like they'll, yeah, yeah. You put in 5,000 images, they'll sort down to however many you want within like half an hour. That's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, which is great if you're doing 30, 40 weddings a year and you can just plug that in and go to town and it keeps them all, but it separates them into like sharp images if, and it just kind of learns what you like and then it just gets smarter and smarter. And I'm like, huh, you got to invest into that Dwayne. I'm like, I wonder if I could, I wonder if I could use that for shows. And then I'm like, no, no, I want when, when I take the shot at a show, I know I'm like, that's it. I hope I got focus on that. Mm Mm-hmm. Because that was it. There's a couple of those at that division show. I'm like, oh, yeah, and then, same. I, then I got back to it. And I'm like, oh, shit, it focused yeah. too low. I don't because he moved around so much. I know, right? Um, a lot of those rappers, hip hop artists just like to just jump. Oh, yeah. 
There, mm-hmm. There's been a few that they've like, literally they run to one side of the state, stop, run to the other side, stop. And I'm like, I'm just going to sit here and like, just blast it once you come over and then use the long lens, get you over there. But um, yeah, they tend to move. I mean, sort of punk bands really, I guess, but yeah, but like, if it's like, a, if it's a packed stage though, then it's not yeah. really right. Yeah. Um, and maybe this will be number five. I don't know. Um, it's honestly just how to like interact with people. Okay. It's just like learning how to talk to them, how to hang out with them, how mm-hmm. to be their good friend for eight hours. And then you may or may not ever see them again. Um, but yeah, those are the big things. Other than that, the camera stuff was already in my head. Um, and I guess the other one is like, it's, it's okay to fuck up. Not the whole thing, but you know, to screw You're up learning. something yeah. and just be like, Oh, that's, that didn't work. And then just, go on and don't do it again. Yeah. That's understandable because you're learning and trying out things, what's working and you're just starting out a wedding. Yeah. Right? Yep. yep. So yeah, those would be probably the five, I guess. Yeah. That's understandable. So you're doing concerts and music and everything now and that's, so what do you do for your day job? I guess instead, because that's all, I guess, side stuff. um yeah like i mean honestly uh weddings still probably pay me more than i make at my my full-time job Mm -hmm. um but i got uh right now i'm working at uh it's an overarching kind of thing but uh i work for warehouse one and bootlegger and i do all their e-com photography so it's still photography adjacent yeah um but that's kind of what i'm doing and i got that job during co i mean whatever it's still during covid we're not gonna whatever it is it's what it still is. covid yeah it's still covid but i'll say in the in the height of covid um i had got the job because i wasn't able to work i wasn't able to you know do anything because they basically lock the photographers down and they're like, Nope, you're done. You're, you're not allowed to work. We'll give you the serve that you got to pay half back later. Um, and so whatever. So I had a nice few months where I had absolutely nothing to do. And at that point I had been doing photography, um, full time for like 10 years. Wow. Like no, no other jobs, mm-hmm. just, whatever um so then one of my friends who works in a different department there told me about this job and i'm like i could do that like i i think it would be fine and it was a full-time temporary and then the person i was covering quit so they offered me the permanent job for warehouse one and then they the ecom photographer for bootlegger quit and they're like hey do you want to do this both of them like yeah that would be great and i didn't i honestly didn't think i was going to be there this spring i think will be two years that i've been there um and i didn't think i was going to be there that long 
because I was like, okay, once, you know, COVID's whatever over and I'm back doing weddings and everything, it's, it's great to, you know, do nothing Monday through Thursday and then just work Friday, Saturday, the occasional Sunday. Um, but the people there are just so incredible and the work is, is fun and it's challenging, even though it's e-com, there's some other stuff that I do do. Um, so it's been great. And I'm like, huh, maybe do I want to take a step back from weddings or just kind of be like, you know, I only want 10 this year. That's it. Yeah. And just enjoy summer and just kind of slow it down a little bit. So yeah, that's, I do all the, the e-com photography for warehouse one and bootlegger. Nice. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's great. <laughs> cool. And then shoot, you know, shows, shows sometimes three or four times a week. <laughs> then weddings this summer wasn't as busy as last summer. Cause everyone was catching up from, Really? I thought this summer would be more, actually. Nah, it's not too bad. Like, I'm still very busy. Like, I'm still shooting at least three weddings a week, or a week, not a week, three <laughs> weddings three weddings a month. Um, so I don't have much of a summer. Okay. But it's... That's whatever. good, though, because even then, like, summer here is pretty dead so far as we're yeah, doing. Yeah, like, like, spring and fall are the big touring times, yeah. so... And then it's just like all the local stuff and all the big festivals and whatever. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. How'd you get into like music in general? Like what, what got you into music? Um, I mean, I always kind of liked music. Mm-hmm. I, I can't really remember. Like I know growing up, it was all country oh, because really? we, lived, we lived on a farm in Saskatchewan. So it was AM radio. That was it. That was all in the tractor, in the trucks. That's the only thing those things would pick up. Um, But like my very first concert ever was Tim McGraw, Little Texas and Blackhawk. Still love this man right here. Love Garth. (laughs) Um, We love it. We love it. And then... I kind of started getting into like harder music um, through my cousin. He was like, we'd go visit them and he'd be playing like ACDC. And I'm like, Oh, that's it. Th- this up. is good. Yeah. I can, I can fuck with this. This is all right. And then it wouldn't be until like 94, like when green day became green day. Yeah, That's when I went, down the rabbit hole that is punk rock and haven't really gone back since. I mean, my musical tastes have has shifted over the has years, shifted and expanded. And I'm keeping, I'm trying to keep like explore and finding new music because mm-hmm. Mikey, as you uh, get older, you will find this out. You don't really, when, once you have those things that you loved when you were younger, you just, keep listening to them okay that's good that's even good though, to know like, even though like propaganda's put out one two three four five six like eight or nine eight albums i'll still like i i and i love them all they're all very good but i try i'll go back to like the first three okay that's constantly. good to know that's good to but know when i'm older <laughs> it, it's yeah it's it's one of those things it's just like 
so I, I've been keeping trying to like find new bands and find new music. Like I'm going to Pooza Fest this year and I don't know. I know a few of the bands like the Flatliners are on there, a band called Dead Fucking Last, which I'm very, very excited to see. But other than that, I'm just going in and being like, I'm going to treat this like Folk Fest and hopefully I find some new bands, a band here, a band there. Last time I was there was a band from Italy that like blew my mind. And I was just like, why is there only like 30 people in this club right now? They're like, this, this needs to be full. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of how I got into music. And I did play like, uh, I say this on my podcast all the time. Um, I played organ for like four or five years. And you stopped? Oh yeah. Yeah. Why? I hated, I hated practicing. I was, I won a couple competitions. I just, it's just funny when I interview musicians and it's like, oh, how did you, what was your first instrument? And usually it's piano. And I'm like, yeah, I played a fucking organ. But I that's mean, amazing though, Dwayne. I could have played in Ramstein or something, maybe that, you know. No, I could say, oh, I played the trombone when I was in high school and that was. Well, I played pretty... sax too. Okay, but... so we're good. So I kept it like. I've always been kind of musical, but I've never like been in a proper band or anything. So, Hey, you still got years left, Dwayne. You could still pull up that organ one of these days on a show and be like, yo, we're going to bring oh Dwayne Larson God. on the show. And that, would bring so, that would be so bad. <laughs> I want to like, see it one of these days. Come on. I, I can maybe play like on a piano. I can maybe play like hot cross buns or something like i that's how much i've forgotten about it no like, i just is there any other instruments been... you could play what's that is there any other instruments you could play no like i said i played saxophone in high school for two years mm-hmm. i really i mean i can i don't want you to have that sound bite i can i can blow into a saxophone tube and i can make it squawk wow there's a soundbite right there too um but I, I i there's no way i could pick it up and play it and remember it ever again that's it we're making a petition for Dwayne to do <laughs> organ want, and you sex an, you want an organ recital do you yes that, yes that I just, that's my one goal from you at this point <laughs> from knowing you on now we just want one performance from you. Just one you. organ solo. Just one organ solo of Hot Cost Runs. We're good. Oh, uh, then I can be like, I'm officially retiring from professional music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As long as one person pays to get in, I'm a professional. Okay. I'll I'll, I got... I'll rent out just the handsome daughter just for <laughs> you. I'll rent out just for you. Oh my God. That would just be for this. funny, but not. It would be amazing, though. You just do one song only, Dwayne. Like, I one, think a yeah. lot of people would actually show up for that, honestly. I They they might. Which is, it's Winnipeg, you know. <laughs> as long as there's something weird to do, we're going to do it, exactly. probably. It's probably in the middle of a Tuesday, Monday. Why not? <laughs> What's your favorite artist you got to photograph of all the years you've done photography, Dwayne? Um... I hate when people ask me that question because <laughs> there there's so many different reasons for different artists and right. why they may or may not be my favorite. Um, the two that are tied for my favorite 
because like people always ask what's your favorite show to shoot and i'm like oh or show i shot and i'm like it's the two that come to mind are ramstein and the first time i slot slot shot slipknot those two because i was like there was so much going on especially ramstein with all the pyro i've got so many incredible photos of them um but other than that um if you want you could even look at your catalog if you need to oh my god that's (laughs) be pulling i've got one i've got a hard i've got one hard drive that has all my high res photos on them that's smart i should do that Um, actually but i've got like 10 other hard drives with all double backed up that have all my raw stuff on it. Um, I think would probably still be any time I get to shoot propaganda. Yeah. I love that band so much and they brought so much joy to my life Mm. and they're super sweet guys, uh, super sweet people um, that I I just love shooting them. Mm getting maybe a little buzzed yeah and if not just being buzzed on the band and just loving like every single song knowing every song especially now living in winnipeg for as long as i have propaganda fans in winnipeg are like no other fans they go hard um so just being in that room is probably one of my favorite things or why they're my favorite band to shoot probably I'm trying to think for myself what would be my favorite one to shoot because I've done quite a bit the last couple of years. What's I, I got a better one for you. What's Ooh. what's the uh the one you didn't think you'd ever get to shoot? Oh honestly, I would say the recently was the DVSN one because that was actually troublesome trying to get into that because I was it was last minute emails of so many people. Of getting that one in i'm like oh i'm, I'm not gonna get this one okay cool so be it yeah. right i'm like whatever and then we got got it like last minute they were like oh you're maybe on but you're maybe not on or huh. it, was, it was back and forth of it so that was one i was surprised that i actually did get in so that one but yeah that's yeah i think i think the mm-hmm. biggest the biggest band for me like that would be um you two when they were here was that troublesome for that one i know i don't know who i shot it for i can't for life remember me (laughs) how i got in but i got in their mind i didn't have to sign anything um and then the second one would be oh crap was right in the top of my head you two oh um when i got to and i'll say when i got to photograph barack obama Oh, when he was here, Ooh. I was the only photographer approved to take photos. That's nuts. And I had to give them to all the publications throughout Winnipeg. So that was That's very, cool. that was so stressful. Yeah. And just the fact it was the former president of the United States. So like, I'd be very interested to know what was checked out about me yeah i'm surprised too like only like they didn't bring in free pro- it was just you like because they i would have had to have been vetted at some point some, like well yeah they, you had to do some kind of 
background check of you, right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I was the literally the only person in there and I had my 3028 on cuz I'm like they just said like be discreet. Oh, you so you can get up close with it, right? See, and that's what I thought, but mm-hmm. then I talked to like kind of the guy that was my handler mm-hmm. and I'm like he's like, "Yeah, you can go like right up to the railing, but you can't go in front of the railing." I'm like, "What?" That's strange. So then I got real close to Barack Obama and I'm like, this is so cool. These are probably like the most expensive seats. And I shot his 30, 45 minutes, however long he was here for. That was a huge one. I never thought I'd get to shoot a former pre photograph, photograph a former president. Yeah. That's probably up your list. Wow. Yeah. Uh, was there a lot of restrictions, I guess, for that one you had to sign and everything for that one? No. Really? Nothing. I'm surprised on that, actually. Mm-hmm. You would think so, right? Yeah. Of all the bands you've shot and everything, oh, yeah, you have to sign this away. and But not yeah. former president. Wow. Yeah. And the other one that blew me away like that was uh, Taylor Swift. No, actually. Well, yeah. rec- recent years, a lot of people have been having that. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, this was... Um, well, back then, right? On yeah. a red tour. Okay. I assume. I don't know her... Mm-hmm. Logistics errors, I have no idea. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I covered it for the country station here, oh. and they they got me in. They got me accredited, and I went and photographed it. And Ed Sheeran was opening, and so I've got photos of Ed Sheeran before he was like Ed yeah. Sheeran. So nice. Yeah, and I didn't have to sign anything for that. So <clears throat> my photos are my photos. I love those shows when you get your photos. Lately, it's been a lot bad for me. Like, lately, it's just been, you have just photos, no release, which is great. Yeah. You can do what you will with them, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What are five bands, artists, you hope to get to photograph in the next five years, Dwayne? Green Day is the top of the list. Hands down, a thousand percent. I've seen them probably five or six times. Met two thirds of them because they've been here quite a bit, right? Yeah, Back the last the time, the last time they were here, we had heard a little story that their roadies were doing a Misfits tribute thing at the Ooh. Albert. Ooh. So I told my friend, I'm like, "Listen, we're going because this is something Green Day would do. Be like our our roadies are playing, and because they've played the Albert before, before they were like." at the level they are um and so i'm like i could see them like being like yeah we're just our myth or our roadies are playing and then they just show up and play a surprise set like that wouldn't have surprised me it wasn't it was their roadies were doing a shitty message tribute but uh mike dernett and trey cool both were in the albert just hanging out so um so green day's hands down number one um like the other ones would be bands no one's ever heard of like the mr t experience yeah Um, but (laughs) they're an older like early 90s pop punk band that i just want to see live so i want to photograph said thing um i'm just trying to think of bands that i haven't photographed Mm -hmm. 
Ah, uh, Snoop would oh, be cool. Snoop would be cool. I, I'm just surprised you haven't got. He's no, here. I've seen him twice, but haven't photographed him mm. yet. Um, and in that respect, Ice Cube, yeah, would be cool too. It would be cool. Um, oh, Garth Brooks. Oh, really? I'm yeah, about that. That he would be. He would be right under Green Day, but huh. um, yeah, Garth Brooks. Because I, when he was here for those four shows, I went to two of them. Um, I actually met him. I shot like a meet and greet for uh, True North. Um, but I you didn't, didn't get, get to shoot him in show. So yeah, it'd be it'd be Garth. Hmm. Neat. I I would say for myself, it would be Nickelback. Of course, Nickelback oh, yeah. up there because it would be full circle moment for me because Nickelback was show i brought my little power shot camera and just mm-hmm. photographed them like from start to end basically so it'll be like oh cool possibly get photographed this year maybe we'll see mm-hmm. but them and then breaking benjamin will be one um and then oh you wouldn't know them but as everything unfolds they're like a uk metal band and everything and then i would say billy eilish would be one mm, that would be a great show yeah oh man now right? i do uh, now now it was just like Gaga would be right. Like I shot again. I shot her meet and greet, oh, um, and I met her. I got to see the show, but I wasn't allowed to take photos. And it every every mm. little set area she was in was lit perfectly and just looked incredible. And yeah, mm. so yeah, Gaga would definitely would be, be one. Insane. Well, yeah, she's done amazing. Well, even Katy Perry has done like stuff mm-hmm. like that too like great stage presence and like stage level equipment yeah I, i'm terrible but that yeah huh. yeah yeah and then last one would be like thrice probably would be a good mm. one so yeah so what do you want to accomplish when it comes to i guess photography in general Dwayne? um i mean end of the day i just want to be happy with what i'm doing mm-hmm and like kind of like I want to accomplish the best photo that I can for myself at that point. Um, and I guess also contribute to the Winnipeg music scene Yeah, and like help, you know, continue to document it. And then when, you know, younger people like you come on board and like keep doing the same thing. And then it's just like, we're so lucky now that we can just look back and see other people's work that have come before us. And I think that's cool. Yeah. It's, it's gotten better. I think throughout the years now, because there's so many photographers and actually doing the same thing, like photographing it now, because like probably even then, like I would say even like four years ago, maybe five, well, mm-hmm. five years ago, there was not many photographers unless there was, I, I didn't know about, but it's crazy to think how much has changed now in the Winnipeg scene for photos in general right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah um what's one fact people should know about photographers even music photographers that they might not know about um did you say in particular music photographers could be music photographers or photographers in general um i mean i would say for music photographers like you know we're not getting paid usually mm-hmm. we're doing it because we love it so you know be cool with us 
we're not we're not trying to get in your way. We just want to take photos. Cool with us. I love just be cool with us. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm fine with that. That's a good answer. <laughs> yeah. We're we're chill. Nice. <laughs> yeah. 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 What What's something you hope changes when it comes to music or music photography, basically? Um. I mean, just like they continue to keep doing, I, it, this is totally gear related, but you know, <laughs> higher ISOs, higher cleaner yeah. ISOs yeah. would be incredible. So like, I couldn't even imagine shooting tool, but being starting at 128,000 ISO and being like, yep, we gotcha. And then it come out and look perfect. That's where I hope it goes especially for show stuff i would think it would get to that point probably in the next like three or four years you would think it right should because i think i've only got up that high a couple of times and it's worked okay i wouldn't want to look too closely at it but yeah well i, I yeah yeah i shoot a little bit actually at 128 yeah, actually Dwayne. oh yeah yeah it, it's fun it's fun a little bit and then i just go down a little bit couple yeah. stops down but not much though what's the upcoming show you're looking forward to shooting Dwayne? uh july talk or wait really? when is this coming out when's when are you gonna drop probably in like what is it uh april 14th oh okay and then yeah no i can still say july talk yeah yeah because okay. we're recording this in whenever we are um <laughs> yeah i i love those folks they always put on an incredible show. Um, they're just super sweet human beings. Um, and what what else is coming up? Yeah, for me, it would be Silverstein. I'm so excited about Silverstein coming. I mean, there's also Sonreal. That's, that's this upcoming, but yeah. This upcoming. Um, what do we got coming up here? Let me see. Uh, oh, definitely Megadeth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, be... I still need a request. For... Yeah. That, yeah, Megadeth. That's a lot, actually, that day. There's a couple things going on that day. Um, oh, um, like, just the big ones that I can know about and remember. Like, Megadeth, the Event Sevenfold, Lexus on Fire show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Bruce Springsteen, hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully like, that happens. I'm... I already know I'm trying to source a one to six hundred because I know I'm going to be at the back of the arena. So yeah, yeah, that's going to be tough. Did, did he announce that he's going to do a second day or no? I guess I don't no. think so. No, not that I've heard. Mm. Let's see, but possibly might. I don't know. If he did, that would be amazing. That'd so be I great, could, right? <laughs> you know, get get some photos shot, printed, get them back to them, and then mm. maybe. Maybe I could have one of them, but um, yeah, other than that, I, I know there's a bunch of like little shows. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, like I said, Pooza Fest in Montreal, second last weekend of May. And then the weekend after that, I am going to Punk Rock Bowling in Vegas. So those will be good ones too. I don't know if I'm going to try to shoot or if I'm just going to enjoy, but I know there's a lot more that I just don't have in my calendar i just kind of go day by day lag wagon that's a big one mm-hmm. i think that's in june i think yeah 
even the Burt Brock party actually this year. So well, the two oh. dates so far. I don't know about the other ones, but so far the two. <clears throat> the I am getting someone else to shoot. Excuse me, I'm getting someone else to shoot the Saturday night, which is the mm-hmm. one I want to shoot. That's I'm shooting a wedding. Oh, that's Billy so, Joel. Yeah, so I'll be shooting the Friday of the Strombellas, but either way, the block parties just getting that four three day pass mm-hmm. is so worth it because it's so much fun and the vibe there is pretty cool yeah i i loved it last year when i got to do the ride it was so much fun it was really mm-hmm. fun and enjoyable yeah i'm excited to do the block party for billy Tunnelin. that'll be fun and then yeah i've never seen the what is it uh what is it not was it is it Shumbell is that gonna ask for that one that uh one? yeah uh the Strombellas. Yeah. And Stars. Yeah. 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 That one too. Yep. I'm excited for that. It'll be good. What's a small artist that you've been getting into lately that you wish was like big mainstream level right now, Dwayne? Um Oh, what are they called? It is a band called Eat Defeat. Eat defeat. I know that sounds like eat eat defeat, <laughs> but you know eat defeat. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the album that I have, anyways, I it's called I think we'll be okay, and it's just a really really good album. And I think they're a younger. I'm assuming they're a younger, like kind of punk rock band. And I wish they would be a lot bigger, because then maybe they'd come around and I get to see them. Yeah. But, right? but... No, that's we love we love our little bands though. That's that's yeah. what I like about little bands because then you can just go in those little little shows, little venues, and then it's like okay, cool. We don't have a lot of people coming out, and that well, it's good, yeah. but also it's, I guess bad for the band too because it's they need money. usually terrible for the band. But then it's just nice if you can like then if they come through again and come through again and just watching them grow and then you know they're playing. That's kind of what happened with me with July Talk. The first time they came here, one of the first times, it was supposed to be at the Albert when it was opening and closing. And then it wasn't open. And they moved the show to La Garage. So I saw it like July Talk with maybe 20 people. That's nice. And now they're like playing the Candlelight Center and the Burt. So... It's pretty cool. It's kind of like full circle moment, I guess, for you. Mm-hmm. Well, in a sense. Well, for them too. But yeah, that's cool. And I mean, they're still like, they're they're doing amazing touring, but they're still like a little urban, especially in the U.S. and worldwide. It's like they they should they also be included in that because yeah. they're just such good people and make incredibly interesting music. Mm-hmm. From what I've seen, yeah, I've not got to see them yet, but they're really good. Really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you want the people to know about you, doing? Like, what do you want to shout out, tell the people what you're doing? Um, Just be cool with me. <laughs> there has to be something, Wayne. <laughs> I'm going to make a t-shirt that says, just be cool with me. Um, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if people want to check out anything that oh yeah this is exactly when i should maybe plug my podcast because i'm 
I'm a great business person. Um, uh, yeah, people, I mean, I do a podcast called it's a music thing. I think, yeah, you just put it into any of the streaming things and it'll be there. Um, I run a Instagram called it's a music thing. MB. If you're looking on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, uh, I post photos occasionally. I'm kind of lazy with it sometimes, but that's where I use it to promote my podcast. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, cool. That's that's about it. Nice. 